0: what's up guys welcome back to life below parallel a few weeks ago ron asked me if i wanted to be interviewed by him and his reason was he wanted to give us some validity to what we're doing here and the things that we talk about and i guess he wanted us to share our personal experiences rather than just rely on you know the bullshit that we come up with in our conversations or the uh uh, the conversations that we're having with our friends or with the, the other the people that we have coming on the show. And at first I was a little bit reluctant, but Ron urged me to just open up, let go, and kind of uh, give everybody a sense of who we are and why we're doing this. So I sat down with Ron. I, uh, I talked about my, my wife and my reason for being with her and, and what, what brought us to where we're at today. I talked about my, my successes and my failures in business and in relationships and in, um, in school. Um, I talked about my family history a little bit. And it, it got very personal. Um, but I think that we really dove into some stuff that you know, I haven't really talked about much ever and that was a really cool thing and I appreciate Ron asking me to do this and I hope you guys can get something out of this and if you guys have anything you'd like to share or if you can relate to any of my experiences or Ron Ron's experiences, you know, let us know, shoot us uh, an email at lifebelowparallel at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram, Uh, send us a DM or comment or or whatever, whatever works for you guys. Send us a a weird picture on the story. I don't know what you guys are into, but we'd love to hear from you and that's why we're really doing this is we're hoping that whatever we're saying, whatever we're doing can reach uh, an audience and hopefully help somebody somewhere with something that they need. I know what we talk about is pretty diverse, and I know that what we um, what we expect from each other is is pretty high, but we we hope that someone can can grab one or two little things, and 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 apply it to their life in some way, um, and we, we focus on that in our you know in our own lives, in our jobs, and and in our uh, relationships, so. Once again, guys, hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Today gets a little personal for me, and well, I sit here in a coffee shop in Aurora, Colorado. And I'm listening back to what we recorded uh, a couple of days ago, and so uh, it, you know, it feels good to, to open up and be vulnerable. And I hope that whoever's listening is able to do the same. So, hope you enjoy it, guys. All right, Let's see what happens. I don't know.
1: Oh, excuse me, I just burped right as you started. That's that's uh, classy.
0: That's attractive.
1: Huh? <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back. Thank you for connecting with us today. Uh, it occurred to me that I talk a lot and Matt doesn't, so <laughs> I'm going to get Matt to talk today. I think it would be really cool to get to know him a little better, not just for me, but for you guys as well. Matt's mentioned a few things here and there. Uh, about you know like what life was like a few years ago before we met each other and it has given me some extreme curiosity to know a little bit more of his backstory as well because I know he knows a good bit of mine because of how open I am with mine on all platforms and Matt's a little bit more reserved in that aspect of life so with all further ado, let's see if we can get some of that out of him. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ron. <laughs> you sound so thrilled.
0: I'm enthused. I'm here. It's, it's earlier than we usually record, so I'm still waking up. I'm only on my second cup, so give me a few minutes okay. and I'll be okay.
1: Uh, same, same over here. Uh, Matt, you're married.
0: I'm married. Two days. We made it. As of,
1: as of two, two days ago? Um, I had the great pleasure of being there with you guys and, uh, enjoying that moment with you.
0: And I'm so happy you guys came. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. It was, it was such an easy decision too. like, it it was actually, I think it was less than three hours to get to the gym, to get to your gym from home.
0: Sweet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So during the, during the relationship podcast that we just released like yeah. quick sh- quick as shit. We recorded and released it within like an hour. Um, you asked your best man to talk about his relationship. You asked myself and my fiance to ask about, to talk about our relationship. So let's just get started right there. And <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we need to know a little bit about you and your wife
0: yeah what do you want to know, man? I mean, we've got a rich history. um I'm sure Val would love to be here to share with us actually, but what it where do you want me to start?
1: Why don't you just let everyone know what makes her your girl? oh no.
0: <laughs> no oh, I said, oh oh <laughs> oh that I mean, you know there's We've been together for a while, probably coming up on. You know, you know, so many people have that, you know, they remember the date where they first met or where they started dating. And we don't really have that. We um, we kind of got into this in a, a convoluted way, I guess. We became friends or really acquaintances first. And that was nine or so years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, we had been, I just got a job working as a lifeguard at a, a YMCA and and not long after, I remember a day that she walked into the office where we just took breaks and it was her first day. So we had met there and I didn't really think much of it. I thought she was really cute. Um, but at the time I was dating somebody and it wasn't, you know, obviously, it wasn't something I was pursuing. Um, but we just, you know, we, we spoke here and there. It was a shy hello, that kind of thing. We didn't see each other very often. But then we started to get some mutual friends through work and, you know, started talking more and more. And then a few years down the line, we had started really spending time together but you know in a small group of friends that we had and that was that was cool we we had started to realize we had a lot in common and we were both curious about the world and very adventurous and outgoing um, at least in you know certain environments and again it, you know nothing came of it we were both with other people dating other people so it was just a friendly you know friendly thing and then uh one day I remember I was at work, and I was closing at work, so it was, i was there until about ten thirty p m or something like that or nine thirty p m and she had asked me to go to a bar one night to to see a friend like um playing a band and i i i went i i had nothing else to do so i i went we uh we got to Get to know each other really well that day um both you know emotionally and, and physically i guess <laughs> <laughs> and you know from there it was uh, a lot of intermittent um togetherness i would guess that, that that would be a good way to say it because again we were we were still um kind of in our own lives in our own worlds and we 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 knew that there was something there between us we just weren't sure how to do how to deal with it or what to do with it and if we were ready for it or not but i had a i always had this feeling that at some point we would be you know growing together and that's where we are now like we would probably line up on the same path and and you know stick with that path for a while and that's that's where we're at and that was this is years later now we, um, we evolved for sure. She's seen me go through so many hard times, you know, in my personal life, in my business life. And she's just always been there. Even when, you know, things were, you know, we were more distant from each other or taking time away from the, the seriousness of the relationship. She was just always supportive and always cared. And that's what I felt like I needed or I, I really appreciated in a person. Like I valued that that care. And, and really what I and the reason why I you know love her so much is because she has this um this way of caring about everybody and this kindness about her that is inspiring she she always wants to see other people do better or think more or you know help themselves grow and she's trying she's always trying to find ways to do that and she's very selfless and i i admire that about her and, and you know it's something that i would like to have more in myself and she helps to bring that out in me.
1: Isn't that awesome? How we can find characteristics in our partners that we desire to have within ourselves and being able to recognize that in them and then like, and then choose to pursue it for mm-hmm. ourselves. I think that's such a good feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it took me a while because I was selfish. I was... I wanted... I wanted her affection and her, her care and her love, you know, only for me because that's how I was, I expected it to be. That's how I will, always thought relationships should be. And then she showed me that I need to, you know, worry, care, focus more about my own um, personal health self-care, growth, development, and be able to, you know, do things on my own, obviously. Um, but also she showed me that, you know, it's okay to to be apart for a little bit. It's okay to um, you know share what you have with other people, like your your um your that genuineness or the, the the care that you have for people, the love that you have for people. It's it's okay to to Do kind things for everybody not just for your significant other
1: Uh, right
0: and I for some reason it took me a while to to realize that and when I did notice that in her it was you know life-changing for us and we had we had moved in together um, a year and a half ago this is after we got engaged and and you know you don't know somebody until you live with them. They say, but it felt so easy. It's, you know, it felt like we were supposed to be together. You know, was, it sounds cliche. Right. But since the day we moved in together, you know, we we're, we've been functioning like a, you know, like two people who live together would. You know, after years of, of doing it, and that it's was. Just,
1: it's, it's just been natural.
0: Yeah, it just feels natural. And then we got married on Sunday, and that felt natural. It felt like the easiest thing that I've really done in a long time. It just made so much sense.
1: It's it's so good to hear you say that because, you know, being around you and talking to you within, like, the time leading up to it, and, and and I don't know if there was just a bunch just a bunch of other stuff going on, but it seemed like you were uneasy, like you, like and, and that morning you were just like on edge and and I and I was like, are you nervous or are you excited? I couldn't I couldn't get a good read on it. And you know, of course, I'm not going to bring that up in that day because like I don't want to I don't. If you are nervous, I don't want to add any more to that. But like it's so good to hear you say that and realize that for you it it was an intense level of excitement mm-hmm. that morning and you know maybe some nervousness and probably just in the sense of just hoping everything goes right you know like <laughs> uh, it's just it's really really good to hear you say
0: that yeah, you know Ron I think that with any big uh, event there is bound to be some nervousness and Anxiety, and you know that I, you know, I'm, I'm like a little ball of anxiety most of the time. <laughs> and you know, we spent that morning together, and, and you know, being we we came to the gym and being at the gym. My 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 natural um, reaction whenever I'm at the gym is okay. I'm you know responsible for all this, so I have to be. Um, you know i have to represent myself as as that you know person who's in charge or, or you know i want to make sure people at the gym are happy or getting what they need and it's just that you're just being a leader yeah that's just like i i i have trouble separating you know myself from that sometimes even though i wanted to just get in get out and not bother with anyone but <laughs> um but it, it is what it is i was uh i was a little antsy, I guess, that morning because I wanted to get there and I wanted it to just happen. And and even like I was talking to Val about this that night and we both agreed that that was it went really well and we were really happy with how everything came out. And but more importantly, we were both just happy that it was over. (laughs) And now we can get, cause we have this big adventure planned. That's what we're really excited about. And that's what we're going to get, you know, you know, get our minds on and that's, that's what we're looking forward to.
1: And you guys are leaving Thursday for where?
0: Uh, we're flying to Denver and we're going to hang out in uh, Colorado, Utah for, for a week. And then then I'm going to head out to San Francisco for a few days So we got a big, big two weeks ahead of us. Yeah.
1: it's just, that's just awesome, man. And like, it excites me. It makes me think about like the direction that my future is going with, with, uh, with Jen and, and like, and thinking about the adventures that are to come is just, is, I, I, it just makes life worth living is like you know you it's that it's that delayed gratification you know you mm. you work really hard and you know you accomplish this task and then it's it's time to like it's it's time to celebrate it like you guys you guys get to go on this adventure now and and I'm just really freaking happy for you guys, and I'm so glad that you wanted me to be there to be a part of that day for you
0: thank you, man, yeah. Um, let me. Let go me. Ahead. Uh, so, you bring something up interesting that that we always talk about. Um, we're always we we've always had the next thing planned. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We always <laughs> have that next adventure or that next uh, you know life event or whatever it is we're looking forward to. And there's the delayed gratification, and and that's something that's kept us like really motivated over the years. Is you know, always looking for the next big thing that we can ch- challenge ourselves with, and I—it's you know—it's like what you and I do on these uh, these podcasts. We we just come up with shit that we can that's going to challenge the way we think. And what we do, what Val and I do, is we we plan things or we try to put ourselves into these situations that are really just different, difficult interesting, where we're going to adapt and learn. And, you know, we, we have to be together on it, too. And we have to be in sync. And that's been so helpful for our relationship is just finding the things that we both are able to be challenged by and get through it together. And that, um, and when you can do that, when you can prevail and, and get through these obstacles, or, you know, make it across the the border, which we've done before, or, uh, you know climb a mountain and then you, you get to the top and but you did it together and like it's those things those experiences together that you that really make a relationship flourish and we've we've been really lucky to be able to do that um, but to the other side of that point there's always this sense of um, like higher expectations or like there's always a something bigger and better to to attain like you get to the top of of a mountain and, and you look across and you see a bigger mountain. It's like, all right, now we gotta go to that one and then we're gonna go to that one. And, and it, you know, are you ever really feeling satisfied or is that just that thirst for something bigger and better always gonna be there? And I, That's something we, we also battle with, is, you know, can we just enjoy the things that we have or do we always have to be tr- looking for something more? Hmm. that's that a really
1: that's a really tough one to think about yeah yo give me hey real quick give me 30 seconds I'll be right back
0: hurry up Ron
1: I'm hurrying 30 29
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry we'll just pause here for a second
1: yep <clears throat> you know I, I really hope we're gonna end this topic in this topic here soon but I really hope that thirst never goes away. I hope I never feel satisfied. I hope I feel accomplished, but I I don't want to just I I never want to stop adventuring.
0: I like that. But you say you never want to feel satisfied like does that mean you are always going to be looking outside for something different or does that mean that you are not hundred percent happy with what you have. What does that mean? That's, uh, what, that's our internal struggle, I guess.
1: No, I believe that I'm going to actually, I'm going to steal this one from Rick Alexander, uh, who we'll be interviewing soon. <clears throat> um, you are allowed to be happy with what you have and still want more. Like I want, like, I think it's like, I don't feel like I need to accomplish anything else. I mean, I, I, I feel pretty accomplished. And as long as I'm patient, like things are really going to start to happen. But on the other hand, you know, I want to make sure that I'm staying up to speed. Um, Just thinking about the fact that just how quickly things change and, how quickly things become adapted and if I lose sight of my hunger to be the best version of what I'm trying to be and I just remain stagnant in the learning process and something then I'm gonna get past like like somebody's gonna come in who's not afraid to think differently and they're going to get adva- they're going to advance further and i guess there does have to, there is going to have to come a time where i slow down mm-hmm. but like i hope i hope the hunger never completely goes away yeah i, I, hope, yeah. There's, I hope there's always that desire for something more you know
0: I agree Ron I like I like the the, the itch you know or the yeah we call, it, we call it like um like type two fun you know it's it's the fun that you're having after it's over and then or before it happens and the planning and and the the aftermath and and you realize that that was something really valuable not just not just some dream you were chasing it actually, you know, played a part, I guess, in your development, and, and exactly. something that's just like enjoyable, like you know that 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 urge to always be better, do better, do more, you know, grow more, whatever it is that that I find it to be the most effective thing in making me the person I am right now.
1: Hell yeah. So the person that you are right now, the person that I've known for what, four years now? Long Uh, enough. Has, has, has briefly mentioned some, some tough times and, you know, a lot of what we've been doing is talking about surviving, overcoming, adapting, Mm -hmm staying positive through those tough times and you know, I you've made some statements where you know 10 years ago your life was extremely different or five years ago your life was extremely different and like I feel like there was some really challenging times that you've had to overcome and that really intrigues me so tell me something that you know like has been really tough for you
0: um. that I don't know um hmm you know i mean I, 10 years ago though like everybody was a little different and things were different things were hard and i mean i don't necessarily feel like what i did was any different than anybody else or what i experienced what i went through i thought it was just you know normal not tea, I was like my late teens early 20s that it was just like you know, naive bullshit almost. Uh, And looking back at the the things that used to upset me, you know, right now, if I, if I'm in that situation, they just wouldn't upset me anymore. And I, I wouldn't even react in, in certain ways. And I, but I think it's because I went through certain things that I kind of got to this point, but, and it, but one thing like in particular, obviously, you know, the big thing that stands out is like my, when I was 16 or 17, my parents split up and I wasn't doing well in school because I just lost interest. There was nothing challenging for me. I always felt like I was smarter than most of my teachers. And that wasn't saying much, you know, they were all in their mid twenties. They weren't they weren't these brilliant minds or anything. And I I just felt like I knew more about life than they did because I had been going through shit. Um, Maybe that was, that was probably naive or immature of me uh, to think that I knew better than someone who was actually doing, doing what they want to do. And meanwhile, I was, I was just confused. I was lost. I had no idea what was going on. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life and I didn't know where my, life was going because my family was like, breaking apart. You know, it, it led me down a, a darker path, I guess, for a while, I was not as interested in, in my uh, education at all. I wasn't, um, I wasn't interested in, in myself, even it was, you know, I just wanted gratification for something I wanted uh, relief or wanted to get rid of some pressure on me um and how did you do that what's that how did you do that oh I, I mean just I was trying to just surround myself with other things with other people distractions you know I had a, a, a girlfriend that I dated for about a year who was absolutely awful <laughs> uh, for for me you know she was You know, she's probably a really good person. She was a good person. It was just like not the right time for me to, you know, to put my effort into that. And that was just a distraction from everything else. And, you know, I was losing focus in my life because of her. And my almost obsession became toxic. I am, you know. (laughs) And I won't tell you the details, but I ended up, you know, in a, in a, in prison. Wow. Or for, for a day, you know, it wasn't, um, anything crazy, but you know, the, the girl I was with ended up having me turn myself into the police because she filed for a restraining order and it was, I wasn't, you know, I felt like I was the victim in in the situation because you know, of everything that had happened leading up to, um, that it was, I, I was not even doing anything, but, um, and again, I don't want to talk about the details there. It was, it was an enlightening experience for me to, to realize that people were harsh in life and people had, you know, motives that sometimes didn't include helping you or, or sometimes you know they—they they were very selfish, and and you know that I was always taught to to care for other people first, and then care for myself. And I realized that other people were not like that. for a lot, and I um, I spiraled into a depression for years. Something I still you know deal with, so. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was like the big growth phase that I went through, like my late teens, my early 20s when I was in college, and even in college, I was just always looking for a distraction and never really focused on education or me learning what I, what I wanted to learn, and it just didn't interest me at the time, I guess, but um, I don't know. It took me a while to grow up. That's what I'm saying, Ron. I mean it, it did me too. Like
1: I really don't feel like it happened until like maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And by by that point in time I was already pretending really freaking hard to be a grown up.
0: No, I, I remember.
1: <laughs> like I was married, I had a family, I like I was doing all these things that I thought grown-ups did and I thought because I was doing those things that I was grown up and that's not the case at all
0: do you think um that we fake it until we make it
1: yes and no um I think I think at a younger age we we are so impressionable and we just do the things that we see everybody else doing that we think are right. And, and it sucks because like, we don't even know who we are. You know, I didn't even know who I was. And I had created another human being and two more human beings. Like even during points of time after my third kid was born, like I still didn't really know who I was. How am I supposed to, how am I supposed to nurture and care for somebody when I can't do that for myself? It's.
0: So there was a, there was a clear turning point for me when I was 26, 25. Okay not recent not too long ago because you know i i got into the the crossfit thing um i guess early i was in i was in college and it was uh you know it was fun and then i really dove into it after after i left college and ended up opening a gym um probably too early too young whatever made some poor choices business wise, you know, got into bad deals, bad partnerships. And I ended up closing the gym after only just over a year. And I remember very, very specifically the day that I had to announce that I was closing my gym. It was two days before New Year's Eve. And I, you know, typed up an email, blasted it out to all my members. And then it packed up the place and, and was leaving. And it was uh you know, I'm I'm packing up the gym, literally taking things apart, um pretty much sobbing while I'm doing this. And uh and I had people walk in because there was, you know, we had an open gym time and I had two of my best friends um come in the door and they were like, What the fuck is going on? It was uh it was a hard time. And the same day I found out my grandmother was uh, going to die. (laughs) She went into a coma that day. And I remember Val was there with me and we just, I just broke down into tears. And, and then the next day I, I went from working 60 hours a week to then having nothing to do. (laughs) And I, uh, I lost it, man. But I uh, what? Like, what did you do? Well, like, I I came out of it pretty quickly because Val, you know, Val is very level-headed, and she, you know, she's a good outside perspective. She just kind of told me to, you know, gotta find the next thing. That's it. Like, you know, what are we gonna do next? Or what am I gonna do next? more, more so at that point.
1: She reminded you that life goes on.
0: Yeah, for sure. And also that recognized how passionate and how much I cared. And she knew eventually, you know, that would pay off. I just didn't see it at the time because I was so entrenched in failure, you know?
1: Yeah, dude, I know.
0: It was, it was miserable. I was, I felt like, and, and and it was a, it was a failure, But but now I look back at it. And that was probably the most important phase that I went to went through. in my growth was I went, I've never gone so deep into something where I committed every hour of every day to it. And that's what I did. And it was the biggest learning experience for me. I made every possible mistake you can. And, and I, you know, chose to learn from a lot of those now. Now I'm, I'm learning from those more but but following that I, I um, got into another gym that let me rent space and I was training some clients but kind of just floating and I was fortunate to be bringing in a little money finally after not paying myself for a long time and then you know, being able to, I, I realized, all right, I need to just educate myself more on the things that I fucked up, you know, like my coaching, my business, um, knowledge, my, my marketing knowledge, you know, my pers- interpersonal skills, my communication, my relationships. I, I spent a year just working on these things and that's the year that I met you Ron. That's the year that I went to regionals. The first, okay. time. um, and that uh any that, i mean you noticed then that i was not the person i am now right we didn't speak at all that entire weekend and i didn't yeah read. that
1: that first year we barely spoke
0: yeah and then i i um i was just going through shit man and that was i remember a week after that i flew out to to um california for the first time val and i took a vacation for the first time i took my level 2 um and I, I was working
1: at the, with, at the ranch, right?
0: Yeah, man. I, 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 was working with our friend Jason at the time. I was going to his gym and, um, and he suggested I just go and do that because it's, you know, it's going to, it's worth the experience and the people you meet. And, and I, I agreed. So I just, I did it. And that was the first vacation I did that I paid for myself. That's the first trip that I went on with, you know, my significant other. And it was a big it was and this was when I was 2526 years old. And this was a big time, man. And from there, it's just been, you know, ups and downs, I had gotten, uh, you know, got gone through periods of, of a lot of stress and, you know, not knowing where I was at not knowing what I was going to do being broke, being sad. And and i've just been i guess i've been on a more steady uphill battle since then but it's definitely been been going well
1: i love i love that you took your failure and recognized it as an opportunity to become more not you could have just laid down you just you could have just you could have just walked away you could have went to any freaking place, gotten a nine to five and just called it, called it a day. I did. but
0: <laughs> I did. What? You know, I did do that, man. I, I got a nine But I, five.
1: But, I mean, okay. I, so let's, let's also express that sometimes there is the importance of doing what you have to do. Yeah. But, but you didn't allow yourself to get comfortable while you were doing what you had to do. Yes, yeah, there I was
0: doing what I had to do at the time. And you st-
1: and you stayed in that discomfort and oh yeah. <laughs> saw the saw the opportunity to grow and just pursued the shit out of it.
0: You don't even know, man, the discomfort.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> and what's awesome about that is is like it's gotten us to here. All the fucking shit that we've been through, whether it trivial to some or monumental to others, led us to being right here, believing that we were qualified enough to have these conversations to hopefully encourage others Hmm. to look at things from a different perspective and realize that it's not so bad.
0: Yeah, and you know, I want to, I want to finish with this Ron. I, um uh, for, for a very long time, I had, you know, imposter syndrome, right. And everybody gets this at some point, but I thought that the things I was going through weren't important. They weren't, um, they weren't real. You know, when you hear about things like, uh, on TV, people talk about their problems, their, depression and anxiety, their uh, trauma. I felt like I didn't have that. Um, I didn't, it's like they had it as a badge of honor that I didn't earn. And I felt like it, because what I was going through didn't seem as important or as difficult. I wasn't facing it and I wasn't um, giving myself the opportunity to correct it because I didn't feel it was important and when I finally looked back at all the things that I've done in my life or things that I've um, that have happened as a result of my life um, I started to realize that everything you do is important everything that you fight through matters it's your obstacles it's no one else's and no one else's um, struggle is your struggle and it's impossible to compare yourself to people who aren't in your shoes or they you know it's impossible to compare yourself to people who you think are having a harder time or doing better than you are everybody has their own path and that was something that's that's a real thing you know you have to just stay on your path and and there's ups and downs there's bumps in the road there's obstacles you have to go around sometimes you have to turn around and pick a different one and and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of vulnerability to, to do that and that. And and I, a lot of patience. And a lot of patience. Yeah. And and I, I did I had to be patient and I didn't which I wasn't. I had to be vulnerable, which I wasn't. And and ever since I was able to be vulnerable and able to have some courage to just deal with my shit and, and do what I had to do, then my my life turned around, man. And I'm right now, you know, the happiest I've ever been. That's awesome, dude. And with that, Ron, thanks for talking to me about this. It, it's helpful. I think you're,
1: you're you're welcome, man. You know, I uh, I recognize that you were holding back a little bit, and I'm sure that we'll get some more out some other time. But it was really, I I feel like I got to know you more this morning, so. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Guys, thank you for listening to Life Below Parallel podcast. We have some really awesome interviews coming up.
0: Yep. Uh, RJ,
1: uh, what's up?
0: Yeah, I am going to be, you know, we're going to be separated. I'll be away for a week, but we're going to try to stay consistent and post, uh, you know, again on Friday and then Tuesday and Friday we'll have some stuff up for you guys to hear. So. I don't want people to, to forget about us, you know, Ron?
1: Yeah, I, and I'm sure they won't. You know, we're just getting started. We're just scratching the surface. For sure. All right, man. Have a good day. You too. Thank you.